There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, we're Parallax Guys, and you're listening to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, episode 21 of season 3. This week we have our special guest, Parallax Guys, joining us. We've got a very fun episode ahead of us with lots of different sections as usual, as per usual. We've got our head-to-head, which will be conjoined this week with the uh, intense, not hardcore genre musical challenge mode go. Yeah, it's going to be all very, very much, lots and lots and lots of fun. Hello, Andy, and hello, Paul of Parallax Skies. How very are you? Hi, lads. Yeah, all right. Good, thanks. We're good. Just trying to keep out of trouble, like everybody else, whilst imprisoned in our own home. Having yeah. lots of trouble. I'm having lots of trouble not getting into trouble tonight. <laughs> Everything's gone all tits up. Well, never mind. It, just one of those days, I guess, isn't it? It's one of them fucking years, mate. One of them years. <laughs> Poor old Wayne's just come back from having a stroke, bless him. He's joined us, though, you know. Well, how is your brain well, anyway, Wayne? So, hello, Wayne, how are you? <laughs> hello, everybody, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm literally three hours from being discharged from hospital. Yeah. So, yeah. That's uh, commitment, that is there, boys. That's commitment. That, that's extreme that commitment. commitment. Is this a world first, then, do you think, lads? Or? What, not. someone come on the podcast after having a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a world first, absolutely. But in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not. To be it's it's a world first, definitely for a first us. for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Not a clean bill of health, but uh, better than I was two weeks ago. So yeah, I'm all ready to go. Neil, how are you, Neil? Hello, Neil. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm I'm self isolating at the moment, so I'm I'm, I'm getting a little bit stir crazy, but probably not as stir crazy as Wayne has been. Have you he hasn't got coronavirus. Now he hasn't got coronavirus. No, he just don't uh, like people. One of my uh, yes, it's just an excuse, really. Now uh, one of my college classmates tested positive, so I, I I've got to self isolate for fourteen days. Have you got any funny uh, Rona stories, guys? Uh, well, I had suspected Rona last week, uh, but it turned out... That's not funny. No. Well, I was one of, yeah, I, I went to some sort of dystopian tent in the middle of a, uh, the middle of a council estate where uh, it was just like off a film, you know, you're kind of wandering through people wearing full hazmat and then, yeah, put a length of dowel up your nose. But yeah, it was, nice. it was fun. <laughs> Is that how they do it? Where you that was, yeah, just normal. I mean, we get all the uh, the kind of the bargain basement testing equipment, you know, the 
they're, they're using uh, old pop bottles Johnson's and things like and that. Johnson's and Johnson's and Johnson's and Johnson's and It's all a very uh, homemade sort of a couple, a couple of them being cute. All right, lad, all right, lad, gob on this for me, will you? <laughs> I don't even know if it's a legit, legitimate affair, to be honest. It could have just been some confidence trickster. Uh, you did take 140 quid off us, so... Um, oh, wow. What a scam over the weekend, and um, I couldn't get a free one because I'm not showing any symptoms, and, uh, yeah, it was like 140 quid if I wanted a private one. <laughs> yeah, that's no, I'll just self-isolate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, well, uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting. We, anyway, we are a music podcast. A music now podcast in 2020. Affiliated with Dr. Hillary Jones or something, though. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, that, yeah, that, that's going to be the show, anyway. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have our section, we're going to talk about music, the likes. We're going to move on to our first section now, which is the head-to-head. But this week, like I said, we're going to con- conjoin it with the the Intent Hardcore genre Musical Challenge Mode Go, which was me and Neil were challenged to go and find some Wayne music, or what we considered to be. Way music, and then at the end of it, Parallax Skies, the guys from Parallax Skies, will decide their favourite of the three songs for the head to head. And Wayne will decide out of mine and Neil's song which he considers his favourite, and whether or not either of them can be classed as Wayne music. Sounds all very complicated, but I'm sure it'll all come together in the edit. <laughs> it's nice and simple. <laughs> so, head to Okay, so uh, Wayne, you go first, don't you? You won last time. Two weeks in a row, yeah, towards the end of the season. So, yeah, uh, just to fill everybody in, Rich is the out-and-out winner of the season, won 12. I've finished on six and Neil's finished on two. But as we say... Thank you, Barrelak Skies, for one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, cheers. as we say every week, it's not it's it's not about the the winning and losing. It's about promoting uh, new music. It's just you're going to say that because you're losing by lots. I said it last year when me. I won, and I said it the year before when I won. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I'm bringing a band called Labri- um, Boreal Hymn and their song Labyrinthian Graves. That's the one. Why can't I say that? Yeah, Labyrinthian Because you had a stroke? No, it's just I've wrote it down for And I've been saying it for the oh, last okay. two days. Okay, anyway. Boreal Hillman, uh, Labyrinthian Graves. Take a listen.
Right, so that was uh, Boreal Him with their song uh, Labyrinthian Graves. Uh, this was <laughs> incredibly loud. That's what that was. <laughs> I had it on plus instead of minus. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this was sent to us back, funny enough, this time last year. Uh, we had this on the 11th of November last year, and it was sent to us by our friends at Tag Publicity. And this is from uh, Boreal Hymn's release demo EP called Tundra. So uh, a little bit about uh, Boreal Hymn. Uh, Tundra is a combination of a lot of experimentation and trial and error. Um, we knew what we wanted Boreal Hymn to feel like, but the tough part was writing a piece of music that embodied that feeling. After chipping away at a demo for several months, I feel like we landed on something that expresses exactly what we wanted to express. So, I mean, I listened to the EP. The EP is brilliant. If you didn't like, if you don't like this song, don't listen to the EP. You're not going to enjoy it. I think this is fantastic. This is the sort of stuff that I was hearing at Arc Tangent when I went to the festival last year. It's you know, it's got that sort of Nordic feel about it. It's got all that Swedish metal feel about it. It's really earthy. It's got some fantastic, some fantastic themes that keep recurring through the song. I think it's really well pieced together. You know, the singing's down in the mix, and then it comes forward a bit, and there's lots of guttural screaming. You know, it's exactly the sort of thing that I was loving at Arc Tangent last year. People like Cult of Luna, and... Um, bands of that ilk and Meshuggah and people like that it's right there I mean they're going I mean they're from North America they're both of them I think one's from one's from Canada and one's from um, oh one's from Vancouver there you go one's from Vancouver and the other chap is from Wormwich apparently I have no idea where that is but yeah Old Graves wherever that is but yeah you know I think they set out to to achieve a sound and I for my money I think they've They've sort of hit on what they were trying to do. He's got this, you know, brilliant Viking nest to it almost. He's got that fantastic beat, which is almost like the beat of, um, you know, I, I could imagine it being played, the beat being played as, as like Vikings, uh, Vikings Road um, in their longboat sort of thing to, to keep the, the rhythm of the oars. So, yeah, uh, just right up my street. Absolutely loved it. So, yeah. Um, Paul or Andy from Parallax Scholars, you know, you guys want to go first? I'll go first. Um, I kind of um, it, it's not the sort of thing I necessarily listen to but um, personally but it was almost like Sigur Ross if they went to Rammstein sort of thing um, but like re- it sounded really well produced I mean like you said it, it says it's from a demo but it sounds like a full on production as far as I'm concerned like real headphone music and I think you hit the nail on the head with a sort of like Viking-esque theme to it Um so I quite enjoyed it, actually. You know, not something I would have necessarily picked personally, but I really enjoyed it. It's a good, good tune. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I like a, a long intro, as I think you guys have commented on before in the past. And it, this one was about about a minute, fifteen seconds, or something like that, in before the, the kind of vocal started, and like building on that 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 big kind of guitar-driven pad that was in the background and. As you say, like that kind of pagan feel to it, which it, which is quite nice. I, I've, again, not normally something that I would listen to, but very well put together and appreciate what they were trying to do. For me, the, I found the drones and the kind of the vocals could have come up a bit um, in the mix. I, I'd like to have heard more of the, the vocal sound, and it sounded really big when I listened to it on kind of speakers and then put headphones on afterwards. Really full. Um, 
but I, I like the, if you if you do put the headphones on when you listen, you get the kind of the clean guitars poking mm. through it in the in the background, which I, I really enjoyed. And I, I did listen to the rest of the EP, as you said on um, on Bandcamp. I think it wasn't they, they're, they're totally nailing this style and that EP. Um, re- really well, really well put together. I think. Yeah. Cool. Rich. Yeah, it's all right. It's Viking metal. Um, I felt like it could have done with a bit of throat singing in it, if you know what <laughs> I mean. Uh, I've got yeah. some Warbling. Viking rock on. I've got some vo- Viking rock on my playlist, and it's they they, they tend to have some uh, yeah, what they call it, the throat. You know, I'm on about that. It's kind of like um, a gravelly type yeah, throat singing, yeah. but yeah. We brought it um, as a intense hardcore challenge, I think. That that throat singing, I can't remember what it's called now. Mm, but no. No, I... I know what you mean. The sort of thing, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds, it sounds yeah. a bit like a didgeridoo, but without the didgeridoo. That's, that's the one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was all right. It sounded very soundtracky, y um, very, th- very theatrical. Didn't, it's not something I'd put on my playlist, but uh, I appreciate it. It's all right. This, it's is, okay. uh, this, this, this email is headed to me when you've sent it. Richie recommends on this one. Oh, uh, yeah, not because I liked it, but because I, I thought you would. Oh, you're right. I absolutely adore it. I think this is brilliant. So, yeah. Neil. So the, mm. Go on, sorry. No, carry on, Neil. Yeah, I, I think uh, I mean, it's interesting that we've sort of twinned around with Wayne music this week because I'm actually starting to think from your submissions the last couple of weeks that we need to redefine Wayne music. <laughs> Wayne music seems to have become sort of um, sort of very intense, dark, sort of guttural tunes that, that really belong on a film soundtrack, and this is no exception to that. But it is bloody brilliant. I, I love it. It's funny you say that because knowing full well what the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode was this week, I posted this song as quick as I could because I would class this as Wayne music. So I tried yeah. to earmark for you guys to see. What I'd class as Wayne music. So you're absolutely oh, right. Yeah. Oh, if you notice when, <laughs> when 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 we decided to do this, I think it may have been the next day I sent you this song because uh, I was like, I uh, want I you guys to. Yeah. So it was a sort of a sort of a mark in the road for you guys to to judge by. So yeah. Are we all done on? Um, uh, just one, one more thing, a little bit off 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 the wall, but um, as well as I agree with everything that we've said so far, well, I'm getting a little bit of Velvet Underground from it. I'm not familiar with Velvet Underground, mate. I'm afraid, uh, but it, it, it's it's just you mean that, that um, the kind of progression that's going on. Yeah, the, the sort of the sort yeah. of progression. Yeah, yeah, and the um, sort of dark. Um, yeah, sort of like a very dark sort of chord progression. Uh, I don't know. He just it, that, 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 they they came to mind, um, mm. but sort of mixed in with everything else that we've been talking about. He had another song on the on the Bandcamp page that was like a, a cover. I think it was Bathory. Um, and that was very acoustic and kind of velvet undergroundy sounding. Yeah. So I, I can, yeah, I can kind of see that where that, that fits in. Mm. Um, yeah, very good. They, they describe themselves as dark tribal folk metal. Which I think is that, <laughs> I, think, I think that's exactly absolutely right. To that's accurate. Yeah, yeah. All right, we all finished on Tundra. Lovely, Neil. You can have a game. Okay, um, so I'm bringing uh, the VA Union featuring Defending Kane with their song Slaves to the System. We're turning the tides, we're coming. 
a shred of hope. Suicidal thoughts invade your mind, but you forgot the rope. The trade is hard, but you already know. They'll never stop, no, they'll never let go. Severe Union with featuring Defending Kane with their song Slaves to the System. Yeah, it's 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 uncomplicated. It is what it is. Basically, I, I wanted to finish the. Um, this will be our, our last show of the season, barring um, a potential Christmas special. And I wanted to finish the show off with a real sort of face melting intense track. Uh, and this was it and I think it kind of sums up a bit of everybody's feelings at the moment with the current political climate and um, distrusting governments and that kind of thing it, it just sort of felt appropriate Via Union are a Canadian band they're, 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 to be honest uh, I did message the guys in the week because they I didn't realise uh, when I brought this it is one of the submissions that came through to us but they're, they're a little bit bigger than the kind of band we'd normally finish not normally feature on this on this round they're, um, they've had a fair few streams and a fair few views uh, they're doing quite well for themselves. Canadian band defending Kane or American I believe. Uh, yeah, but it's, it is what it is. I've been listening to a lot of these guys since I um, since I listened to this, uh, since, I, since I brought this head to head. I just, yeah I just, I just I just love the energy and the intensity behind it. I did just discover just before the show that there is uh, an acoustic version of this song that they've, uh, they've released as well, which is completely different but uh, very stripped back. There's a lot of sort of echoing and layering on the, the rap part. But if you like this, I'd recommend you check that out it's really good yeah guys from parallax guys um what, what, what did you think of this Shall I go first on this one paul um yeah, again it, it's a, it's quite a bit different to what i've normally listened to i think but really well produced and really really tight sounding slick production and like you say it kind of it got about a squillion views on youtube which is you know they, they probably just wondered why some odd Geordie guys talking about their song on the podcast but um, I don't really have much in the way of a kind of point of reference to this sort of stuff because it's not usually something I would listen to there's me, me only kind of similarities I would say kind of Linkin Park sounding but I don't want that to be offensive it's just purely because I've not got a, got anything else that I can kind of pin it to 
the vocalist doing the rap, he sounded a little bit like uh, Eminem to me. That, that sort yeah, of I was getting that. Yeah, feel to it. Yeah. Um, but the the sound, I, I look, I watch a video and they sound much more than just a kind of drums, bass, guitar backline. Um, really massive, and I. I was wondering where those synths came from because I really like the synth parts, uh, and I, I wondered if like who did that when they when they played that live and if they could kind of cover that that layered synthy sound that, that fills in the gaps. And there's like this middle eight bit where the bass drum does this really odd rhythm kind of replace bass drum that I really like just before the, the guitar solo comes in. And for me, that was that was my kind of favourite bit in it. Uh, the synths and the bass were, were really good um, yeah I, I enjoyed it but again I don't think I would kind of listen to this stuff uh, myself but that's just just personal preference you know but I, I, I can see what they're doing and really really slickly produce say that as my cue to jump in then cool. um, yeah <laughs> so, sorry yeah 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 <laughs> um, so like uh, me and Andy have known each other since we I was about seven, which is <laughs> a lot of years ago now, and we have very I was 40. Sort of, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have sort of very similar musical tastes, like very much like you know nineties indie, eighties alternative sort of thing. But where we diverge is our kind of like Rage Against the Machine and things like that, and Andy doesn't. So there's a so like I, when I listened to this, I thought it's almost like a kind of new metal Rage Against the Machine type thing. Is what I was picking up from it. Um, and I, like my, I'm not a, an expert of this genre at all, but there's a really famous rock bar in Newcastle called Trillions, which hopefully will be open in the future. Christ knows what will happen. But um, <laughs> I, my sort of litmus test is, I think, well, could I imagine walking in there and it playing? And I absolutely could straight away. And I and I thought, like, you know, I'm not an expert in that genre, but the lyrics are good, the music's good. Um, you know, and as I think everyone's touched on, they're clearly pretty popular anyway. That you know, the, the the YouTube link had about a million views or something like that. So I'm sure they'll they'll, they'll do pretty well. At, but yeah, the main thing I I enjoyed from it was the lyrics. I think I thought the lyrics were very relevant, which I'm I think I'm the second person to say. So it's not an original thought, but I definitely wrote it in my notes. If anyone wishes to check, <laughs> we believe. <laughs> Now you've mentioned trillions, Paul. I'm worried about what happens to the carpet in there during lockdown. I'm sure it'll, they, they want to kind of do a swab of that, and I'm sure there's the there's either COVID twenty growing on that carpet, <laughs> or, or the cure for COVID nineteen. Probably developed into a new life form. <laughs> That's it. You'll get, you'll go in, and there'll be a, a kind of dubstep band that evolved from the, the spilt pints. <laughs> <laughs> next to the bar. Look, that's called character, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that's me doing anyway, lads. Rich, I'll, go, I'll have a go. Yeah, um, uh, no, I don't like it. I don't like it now. Um, it's not for me. It's um, it's kind of like not quite as good, not not nearly as good. Lincoln Park. That, I say it's not good. It, it is. That, but but if you like that genre, you like that sound, then yeah, they've done it really well. They've produced it really well. It's the sound and the quality and everything's good. But it's just not me. Um. It's all right though, it is what it is. Wayne. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah, I mean it's it's been touched on already. It's new metal sounding. You know, it has that two thousand and tens sort of sound. After new metal had been around a few years and the 
edges had been polished a bit more. So, you know, the original bands like Corn and, um, you know, Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park, those sort of bands, their first re- records were really quite sharp, you know, and, and a brand new sound. And then they sort of found fame and everything started to get a bit more polished. Not a criticism, just saying that was the evolution. This is sort of what comes next, the next step along in like new metal and metalcore. I'd, I'd class this as metalcore, really, rather than new metal, because of the things it's doing in it. You know, you've got the screaming in there, you've got the full-on guitar sound, the really wide bass and drums together. It's it's got bits of kill switch engage in there, which I love. It's got bits of a Treyu. It's got bits of um, obviously Linkin Park, like we said, disturbed in the lyrics. You know, it's sort of social yeah. commentary. That that's that's very disturbed. The rapping put me straight in mind of Papa Roach. Um, you know the uh, what's that song? Their most famous song. Oh, oh, what the hell's their most famous? It's always on Kerrang. That one anyway. There's a there's a bit where he sort of. Rap sings in that, and that sort of put me in mind of that. Not a criticism again, you know, the song is really well produced, got great energy, well structured. Um, it's extremely hooky as well. You know, if you walk away from this 10 minutes later, you're going to be singing that uh, We Won't Be Slaves to the System over and over. Man, I could easily sit, like like um, I think it was uh, Paul just said, you know, the litmus test of walking into a club and whether, you know, these, boy, these boys would be on. I could see this being played forever on Karangis, one of those sort of sounds. Yeah. Good song. I like it. Cool. So I'm going to go next then. I think we're spent. Yep. So I'm going to go with my song, which is Just Do It by Def Neon.
so that was Def Neon with their song Just Do It. It's a 2019 track. They've recently released an an, an album um, under the guys um, War Beats, which is just as good. But I decided to go with this. It's um, there's a lot going on in there. There's a lot of different uh, a lot of different. Where I'm looking for? Fuck me! Where's my head gone? Influences? Fuck me! That's not an yeah, stroke. Hard word. Do you think so? Yeah, there's lots of different influences in there. I'll, I'll, I've coined this GEDPM, which is Gunji Electronic Dance Punk Music. It's it's got a bit. It's got a lot going on in there. They say it's cohesive, a cohesive blend of synth pop, rock, and dirty electro, which pretty much. Same thing, really. They say they blend, they blend vintage se- sequences, samplers, and drum machines with rock guitars, punk bass, and emotive vocals to get the sound that you hear in this song. The lead single "Just Do It" has already received heavy support from BBC Introducing, which don't mean nothing to me now. I feel like B- people putting BBC Introducing on their EPKs, like somebody sticking City and Guilds on their CV. It just- <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, everybody's fucking done it. So, yeah. But as far as the song goes, yeah, I like I like the the way they've mixed different genres. They've, they've blended the electro with the grunge and the rock, and it seems to blend seamlessly and nicely. And you know me, guys. I don't like my electronic music massively, but I like this. It's I not, think you do. Like, yeah, the lady doth protest too much. Hmm. <laughs> So yeah, I like it. It's good. It's got it's, um, in, it's got in, interest, interesting vocals. She sounds a bit like the girl from uh, Sonic Boom Six. Got a very uh, girl, very punky voice. Why not start? Actually, no, we'll, we've got to go with you last. So I'm going to start with Paul. Um, I really, really like this. I, it's of the three, it's probably the one I would. Well, don't give it away. Money in. It's too late. It's too well, fucking late. He's spunked his load. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, um, you know, I'm old-fashioned, so I buy records. I don't really download them so often. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I actually ended oh, up. Are you sixty? Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I ended up um, watching a gig that done in February on YouTube. Um, you know, we are allowed newfangled devices in the house as well, so. We can we can watch videos and such, but um, it's like a really good cover <laughs> Rage Against the Machine that done the gig. But I I really liked it. But it's I like that sort of weird punky basic song structure. I, I always have like like I like Sleaford Mods. I know it's not quite the same thing, but you know they're like drums and bass and the vocals and it works. And it reminded me of um, Bass, if anyone's old enough to remember Bass. <laughs> yeah, um, I know Bass. Um, very similar sort of um, female, punky, shouty vocals. Um, and I, 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 well, anyway, as you can tell, I thought it was good. So, like, uh, awesome. Andy? Of, yeah, sorry, I'm <laughs> doing that really well. Come in. Um, I've just realised my chair squeaks as well, so it sounds like I'm on some sort of galleon. Um, apologies for that. You might need to edit that out later on. But um, I, I really liked the um, the beats and the the synths in this one in the background. Um, well done, Richie. Yeah, I, I I thought it was thought it was fab. The, the kind of crunch guitars over the top. Um, it, it kind of reminded me of some sort of soundtrack to a 
1980s arcade game, like R type sort of thing. And um, yeah, as a, as a, as a side project, I do produce and make some electronic music, so I I, I can get what they're doing here, and I, I I really liked listening to the background. I watched a video of it. And I was my main concern was they'd put like neon paint on the the guitars, and the, the guys playing <laughs> what looks like a, a like a nice RG series Ibanez, and I was really concerned that he kind of got it in the pickup selector switch, <laughs> and that it would be a nightmare and forevermore. He was going to like have this un- horrible kind of gl- gummy selector switch when he's on stage trying to go between it. So I, if they're listening, I really hope that they've, they used some sort of. Yeah, the guitar, guitar, not, not their primary guitars. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a, you know, I, I was going to write to somebody. I, I don't know who, but just, <laughs> just to, to kind of express my concern for their equipment. Guitar abuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're struggling from. to sleep, and you're struggling to sleep at night. Over it is really <laughs> suffering anxi- anxiety <laughs> attacks over this guitar. That's it. If anyone uh, from Death Neon's listening, if you come to Newcastle, Andy will service your guitar while you're there. <laughs> Um, just let us know. Drop us a line. That's that it. Parallax guys. Okay. I've got a stupid fucking switch off. I've got a lint-free lint cloth that I can use to <laughs> make sure that it's nice and clean. Uh, I I really liked it. it. It kind of going back to that thing of you know you could, could you walk into a club and hear this being played and absolutely and I, I would go one step further and say like I could kind of hear this being played in the background on Hollyoaks or something like that. Uh, like, like it, it sounded, it sounded like modern and also accessible, and also commercial, and also a bit different at the same time. It reminded me of um, kind of in the in the early two thousands, the Claxons were quite big, and they had that kind of electro guitar mashup thing, and they won a Mercury for it. So I, they, it's in that sort of space for me. You know, I enjoyed it. My best bit was. Are you on about like a, a band called the Claxons? Yeah, Claxons. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, you meant the sound. I thought you meant oh, it was a big sound. A big, everybody hey. was using the Claxon. Everybody was using the Claxon during that time. <laughs> it reminded me of the specific warning alert. Claxon. Claxon yeah. in a can. No, I'm not right, but I mean that that's taking it. No, the, the band the Claxons. They had that sing that uh, the the song Golden Scans. Uh, Myths of the Near Future was the album I think that won Mercury for it, and it, it's like that um, the kind of fusion of electro and guitars and like they they called it future music, which I, at the time in the two thousand it, it, it was. I really like this bit. And my favourite bit. There's like a break with kind of a synth in about two minutes where it had like arpeggios with a simple guitar line over the top of it, and I could really hear that bit being something like what we would do not not similar to what we do so I, I i loved that bit yeah and i think they were from wales which is you know you can't hold that against them though uh, yeah well well, maybe yeah, you well, can. well done <laughs> <laughs> no I, 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 I yeah i thought it was really good wayne was neil gone oh i'm here no uh, did you one, neil Oh, no, I haven't had a go yet, but uh, you can go oh, first. Oh, no, you one. have a go then, Neil. You, no, you go first, because Wayne's well, got to choose his uh, thing, hasn't he? Oh, yes, he's yes, a, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 I really like this. I thought, um, I mean, you, the, what was it you called it again, Rich? Grunge, punk, electro, Grunge, grunge electronic, dance, punk music. That that sums it up perfectly. I love it. Um 
it's uh, yeah, he he, he was, uh, and I think um, either Paul or Andy, uh, I forget which, you said um, it was kind of both relevant and original and um, commercial at the same time. It, 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 yeah, it just it basically it was a song that did everything, ticked every box. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, the only um, the only thing the only uh, well, it's not a negative comment. The only thing. Um, it, it did. Uh, t- it did sort of take me out of the song a bit. Was uh, there's like the descending sort of keyboard riff, um, sort of kind that of the arpeggios he was on about. Yeah, yeah, I loved it, that. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. But uh, is anybody is anybody on the on, on the show familiar with the um, uh, a series from a few years ago, Noel Fielding's Luxury Comedy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm glad somebody else was. I was but thinking Noel Fielding earlier, but. He did a character on there called Fantasy Man. Fantasy Man. And Fantasy Man was like a, he was like a homeless chap who lived in a park and put a, uh, like a plastic cup over his chin and pretended it was a beard and went into this fantasy universe. But when, when, I mean, Noel Fielding's luxury comedy was, uh, I wouldn't say it was more surreal as off its it's bastard tits. Completely off its bastard tits. It was like yeah. it made the Mighty Boosh look normal. But he kind of went into this fantasy world and had all these adventures. And whenever he did, this this sort of tune like that played in the background. So I kept, every time that came on, I kept thinking, "Fantasy man." This made me think of Future Sailors, the song that a song they did in the the Mighty Boosh. You probably won't remember it, but um, yeah, Noel Fielding. I saw him live once. It was brilliant. Did did, did all his characters and everything. Uh, fantasy man was was in his live show. Uh, it's absolutely nuts, but brilliant. Cool. I'd, I'd like to see him live, actually. Wayne, come on then. Right, OK. Um, I mean, obviously, you just threw everything that you thought was me into a blender and pressed blender. <laughs> press, press puree is what you did. I mean, he's got everything in there, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, you tried know, to cover all bases. Female-fronted punk with electronic bits and bobs and... and with a bit of rock. Yeah, the trouble is for me. I can't remember. I've been sat here for the entire length of you lot talking. I can't remember a single line of that song. I was really hoping you were going to play it underneath so I could remember Shit, it. I didn't, did I? <laughs> I, I? I can't remember a single line of this. Every time I try and remember it, all I can remember is that uh, wild card we had a few weeks ago. The uh, the female funded pop band, uh, punk band. I mean, you've got to remember, fundamentally, 95% of the lyrics are just do it. <laughs> no, no. I'd see it. You yeah, know what's funny? Right. It's a compliment. Well. It's a compliment. I played it. I played it this afternoon. I played all the songs like four or five times this afternoon while um, I was waiting to come out. And the other two, I, mean, I know uh, the, um, I know my song. Obviously, the, the the Boreal Hymns. I know Neil's song. It's got the hooky. This I just couldn't. It, it has not stuck with me one bit. You know. I mean, now now I'm listening to it. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. It sounds like a video game. Yeah, you got that bit in there with that. The um the vocal uh, the recording. That's it. That's voice, it. That's, you know. that's 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 yeah. a chord progression. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, exactly how it sounds. Fantasy I mean, man, fantasy man. There's nothing really left for me to say. You know exactly what you said. It's, it's post punk, punk electronic pop. You know, have all that in there. You know, I could see it on a Radio Six um, playlist. But like I say, I, I you really remember struggled Kitten to. Head? Yeah, the, the band is sounding nothing like this. I, I thought that sounded, sounded a bit like this. Some of their songs did. But that's the punk element to it. You know, it's very, very yeah. basic in that in that structure. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying I couldn't remember it at all. You know, and it, it didn't stick there with me. 
at all. And that's funny because you know, music is what you're saying. Well, we ain't got there yet. Let's find out who's won the head. Well, let's let's just crown you as thirteen. <laughs> well, we know who's won the head. Head. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do that, and then then we'll move on to the next bit after that. Who's won the head to head, guys? Uh, just do it by uh, Def Neon. <laughs> Well, sorry. Seconded by me with a notable mention for the Boreal him. Does that mean yeah, I get yeah, two points? No. You might as well. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Yeah, no. Might as well. Take them. <laughs> Take them for what they're worth. <laughs> See, I if one of them had chose mine and one of them, one of them had chose Wayne's, I'd still, I'd, I'd give, give you a point still, Wayne. No, you have to do that. The dominant member of the guys. This is this is unanimous. It needs to be unanimous. You can't do half measures like that. We're not having both you on and you split the vote. That bullshit will just take one of you out of the god mix. That's all that happens there. You know what I mean? Right. This, is, this uh, isn't the US election, you know. Exactly. We would have both maintained that we'd won, even though one of us had, clear, had clearly had won, and the other one had clearly yeah. lost. Neil's... Neil's 11 <laughs> points behind Rich, and I still say Neil's won the series. <laughs> De- demand a recount by hand. Yeah. <laughs> it all hangs. It all hangs on. It all hangs on um, on on Dudley. If he wins, Dudley's won the election. <laughs> I'm going to sue most of these wins and say they're, they're not uh, they're not legitimate. Uh, it sounds a bit I'm, like when uh, the the, uh, the the people that went against Brexit uh, lost, and uh, they they all demanded that we we have another. You know, another yeah, referendum. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We, we best crack some, on with this show because I've actually Some people got are it. just bad losers. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say we, we anyway. best crack on with this show because I'm doing a um, press conference in B&Q Car Park in about an hour to announce <laughs> my victory, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, congratulations, Rich. Uh, another another uh, end of series. It seems kind of... Um, fitting that you win this episode as well. So that means you've won the series. It's a nice way to round it all off, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But, so uh, uh, as 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 genre goes, intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode, go Wayne. What what think? Oh, right. Um, obviously, you're trying to pick for me, right? And the amount of times you've said, "Oh, well, this is Wayne music," and I've sat in my chair and pulled the biggest. You know, face of what the fuck? You think I like this? You know, and you obviously don't see that this side. I think you're both in the right ballpark, right? I mean, uh, Richie Song, like I say, it's not it's not memorable to me, but you know, you hit all the right marks. Electro punk got that bit of avant gardeness to it as well. It's got the synth wailing all over the place. Female fronted, who like a good female fronted band. So yeah, you've hit all the marks there. I wouldn't listen to this. I wouldn't go out my way to listen to this at all. It's not it's not my sort of thing. But it is at the same time. It's just one of them. It's just not ticking. It's not doing it for me. It's not ticking the box. It's it's just one that it. I wouldn't stick. It's on. Not doing yeah, it. I'm, I wouldn't <laughs> stick it on a playlist. Um, it's not just doing it. I'd probably put it on a head to head because it's a good song and it is worthy of coming on the show. But that's probably about as far as I'd go. I wouldn't. I, you know, it's, it's not. It's not something I'd actively seek out. If I'm honest, um, Neil's song it falls into that category where it could easily be Wayne music. But it's that side note where if it come on Kerrang, I'd just probably just ignore it because it's not fitting perfectly in what I, you know, it's it's, it's not whiny new. enough. It's not whiny enough. It's not emo enough. You know, it's it's not got that. For me, it's always about the guitar and about the production of it, you know, and it's got to have something that, that really sticks out for me, you know, or something that captivates me from the start or something that, I don't know, same as everybody else. I think 
going forward on this, trying to pick a genre for all three of us is so difficult because I could bring something for Neil that I think is complete Neil music, but I'm missing the nuance of Neil music. I think you're missing the nuance of Wayne music. I definitely missed the nuance of Rich, Richie music what last happened week. with me last week? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of, it's, it's one of them. Yeah. Oh, it's Neil, 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 Neil smashed it out of the, out the park, but the song was missing something for me. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, both of you have done what's said on the tin. I would class this as Wayne music, but it's just not that I... It's not something I'll actively seek out. So I think you both ticked the box, but at the same time, not, I suppose. We haven't. Neil, Neil's closer, if it means anything. Neil's closer to, to um, what I'd listen to over the two, you know. Um, and I think, yeah, it's just a funny one, isn't it? You know, I thought about it after, after we did last week's um, Intense Hardcore, and I just thought it's a funny one to try and judge somebody's taste because you can smash it on, you know, you smash it on the nose, isn't it? Uh, Rich absolutely smashed it, and there's still something missing. I, 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 I couldn't I, tell you what it is. Just, just out of interest, Wayne, did you listen to the first submission that Rich sent through for Wayne Music when he... Um, uh, he, he oh, I'm glad he didn't bring that. Yeah, I didn't I'm even think that one through. I was just listening to submissions... Yeah. And it was an uh, an American band that sounded like American pop punk, and I thought oh, I'd just send that over. See, I, 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 I thought that was perfect way music. No, I'd have told you a fucking no, asshole. I realised afterwards that no, I, I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. think it through enough. I think I think a lot of the time you think that I'm heading towards Fallout Boy and Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, I yeah. like some of their stuff. I do, but I'm not going to buy a t- concert t- ticket. I'm not going to buy a T-shirt. And I'm certainly um, not going to go buy an album. They're fine for what they are. And if the occasion takes me up, I think you've evolved, though, Wayne. I think when you, if you go back to the, the, the this this podcast has changed all of us. I think if you go back to the start when we first started, you bought Thursday when we first started, and that that is typical. That is that sound typically. You love that sound. Then I think as time's gone on and we've we've explored genres, we've explored different musics. Our tastes are changing. What I'm listening to music I'd never listen. I'm listening to synthwave, and I'm enjoying it. Oh, he said it that loud, everybody. Synthwave. <laughs> I would, I usually kill a synthwave wave artist in the eye with a spoon. I, <laughs> no time for it. But now, yeah, it's, it's growing it's, on it's me. Just, it's just a real funny one. It's a real funny one. At, 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 at the tier, I'd say Neil's, Neil's a bit closer because he's got the bits in there that I really like. He's got some really nice production. You know, I'm not taking away from Definitely On because... You know, it's a great song. It does. You know, I'm sure if they, you know, you see these guys at a, at a gig and doing this, you'd get up and have a have a boogie with them because he's got that energy. You know, it's flowing through it. It's just like I've said, you know, two or three times now, just missing something. Couldn't tell you what it is. It's just you know some genesequa that I can't really describe. It just okay, okay. So next time, it'll probably be next year now when we do this again. Where me and Wayne will bring some music that we believe is nil music. Oh. That will start off the 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 new season. It will. Uh, our special guest in the new season will be our new host, Ema. She will be joining us. She will be the new host with uh, joining me and Wayne on the B side episodes, which will be all exciting. We're beta testing the whole thing at the moment, so that when it all comes about in the new year, hopefully we'll be ready and it'll go all lovely and smoothly. Because at the moment. It is not. <laughs> it's gone about as smooth as this episode has so far. <laughs> yeah. So let's move uh, on. We're going to move on ooh, to the next section. It's wild card time, baby.
This is the wild card section. This is the section of the show where we scroll randomly through all of our thousands of submissions and our special guest randomly shouts stop and we choose whoever we land on. We don't know if the music is going to be good. We don't know if it's going to be bad. We don't know if it's going to, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna do that, then guys, I'm just gonna scroll through the submissions now, and uh, whenever you, you're you ready, just it, say stop. You can pile in. That's my Cheers. present to you. Thanks. Stop. And it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Was that too quick? We have, we have Rolling Stone approved viral singer songwriter. That's the that's the headline of the email. Uh, hi there. This is Lydia Reed. She's a a PR person. She sends us some stuff occasionally. Hi there, sending you the new single from acclaimed singer-songwriter Waiting for Smith, entitled Lines of Love. The track emphasises that in times of doubt, often all we need is a compassionate ear. Waiting for Smith has been featured in British GQ, Rolling Stone India and MTV Germany as well as having garnered extensive radio play from Radio 1, Radio 2, 6 Music and Radio X, to name a few. Thanks for listening and your support. Mm. And there's a bit of a bio on him. I'm not going to read that out. But uh, if you like him, listeners, you'll be able to find uh, links to him in the show notes and what have you. So, yeah, so this is this is his song then. Lines of Love Thinking about what you said the other day The way I act, things I do, how I behave Would I be here if you hadn't walked my way? Well, I guess I'll never know it's often difficult to over-speculate One minute you're up and then you're down and that's your day It'll be alright, it'll be just fine, it'll be okay But I guess we'll never know So please hold on to my By surprise, I know Long afternoon, Amsterdam nights As you cycle to the sun Hey, my darling These were the words that were startling to your ears As you try to overcome and process your fears I'll sing to you to wash away those tears Come on Please hold on to my lines of love, they are strong And I promise that it won't be too long now Before we have our hearts down by the sea in the 
sun So Please hold on To my lines of love Please hold on To my lines of love Please hold on To my lines of love Please hold on Too long I know there's peace now We can be happy So please forgive me For when I am not me I know my frailties And that's just how to be So when you're low Please hold on To my Lines of love They are strong And I'm coming That it won't be too long now For we Have our hearts down by the sea In the sun of love by waiting for smith is that what it was called lines of love by waiting for smith yeah um wow well that was that was a, a beautiful song i really liked it very um very no and the whaleish very no no and the whale bit, um it almost reminded me a bit of a, a, a an old guest we had on the show some time ago remember luke concannon yes Nisloppy, yeah, sounds sounds a bit like them. Um, I liked it a lot. It was a it was a nice song. Yeah, did you like this guy's Neil? Yeah, I thought it was amazing. Uh, I was trying to think it reminded me of, and the reason I said yes when you said he had that sit the nail on the head, did yeah, Luke and Cannon uh, Nisloppy. Mm. If I had to sum this 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 word up in uh, this this song up in sort of a few words, one sentence, a couple of words, I'd say perfectly crafted uh, and just to elaborate on that it's it kind of like there's a lot of sort of dips and sort of peaks and troughs in it between it drops out completely but everything feels right it feels like it fits and it's you know there's something constantly changing with it just just when you think you've got the song figured out and you you, you can kind of it, be, it starts to become a little bit predictable they come in with that um that sort of like a overlay of I, th- I think the lines hold on to that feeling or something like that in a in a sort of like a sort of an octave higher uh, as, as a backing vocal and it just lifts the song it, it's just like everything feels like it belongs so, yeah absolutely brilliant I loved it cool what did you think Paul um my the the first thing I wrote down was Expedia advert um <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm not trying to be a knob. Um, it was just like it's. Um, it's all Congratulations! Um, Failed. But I have had half a bottle of wine too. You know, that's, that's um, no, it's it, to be honest, it's a really, really nice tune. Dead catchy lyrics, nice. I, I just probably like my music a bit more miserable. Is probably my problem, which, it, which it isn't this guy's fault. At all, One of the obviously. lyrics was, "Do it, you know I'd hang for you." I think that was. Great. Well, I missed that. Yeah, that was right well, at the end, wasn't it? In fact, I'm changing it. This is my favourite. Well done. No, I, 
it, I mean, everything about it was was really good. Dead catchy, you know. It, it, regardless of the dark hidden lyrics that I missed, um, it's it ticks all the boxes. You can see it being on the radio, everything. But I, I honestly really thought, is this off the Expedia advert? Because it's like it kind of it's quite a now thing, which is a good thing, isn't it? Really, if you want to be popular and like us, I mean, we're they're doing something from 30 years ago. This guy's obviously actually trying to make a proper career out of it. So. <laughs> He's dangerously um, popular. Yeah, I mean, we don't want that, you know. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's just um, blame Expedia. It's not this guy's fault. Um, address all Go complaints to Expedia. Yeah. Andy? <laughs> um, I, I wrote, I've got a post-it note here because I tried to limit what I was going to say because I could probably talk for hours on, on this sort of stuff. But... Um, I wrote missing a harmonica. I thought it, it was missing. Ooh, it, yeah, it missed, like it, yeah. It missed a harmonica at the end. There was a bit where it kind of the, the vocals went all layered, which I quite liked. And then he, he had that alternative kind of uh, vocal line that was threading through the back, and it just needed a harmonica over the top of it. I thought it it was remnant. I, I don't again. I, I don't want to kind of cast aspersions on this, but it reminded me a little bit of Mumford and Sons, and I think it was that kind of four of the floor bass drum beat that was going in the background of it i recognize that and then i'm not a big fan of mumford and son so i instantly sort of thought no i don't don't really like this but then i give it a chance and i thought you know how would i describe it i would say it was a nice song i thought the lyrics were good i listened to the lyrics and enjoyed them it it was a a little bit safe for me I, i would have liked it to have gone somewhere different but you know being out of the blue really well crafted well produced lovely song three minutes long it, it kind of it takes all the boxes for all of the the blurb that you read before and that, that explains how you know it's had plays on six music and radio one that's great that shows you know the, the different audiences that it's going to approach uh, for me a little bit too safe but a perfectly nice song i think like you say as as an art as like obviously you're artists and we're all here in our own it's the first way time somebody's called us that without the word piss at the front <laughs> You know, we've all we've all been in we've all been in bands, so we, we you know we, we we critique things different and harder than the average person. The, you know the muggle, so mm. the muggle out there, they they will probably love this because exactly. they don't have the same yeah. ear that we have. Not that I'm saying I'm anything special, but being in bands and playing music, we do pick up on things. Whereas this is perfect for the muggle because it's just easy, it's easy listening, and it's nice. I loved Catchy. it, so does that make me a muggle? No, it makes you a sympathiser. <laughs> is he normal? <laughs> yeah, you're just not it as makes you a mudblood. as us. <laughs> you're a mudblood, Neil. Fair enough. Yeah, so Wayne. Oh, fucking, you said Luke gone cannon. I'll blame him for all this shit. We're fucking knee-deep in <laughs> bastard singer-songwriters we are now. He started all cause it, of didn't him. He? He did. Fucking Christmas number two, motherfucker. That's it now. Call fucking shit for him. Call swing a bastard door without it in a singer-songwriter. <laughs> fucking everywhere, eh, though? That's a nice song. It's good. Do you, you know, do you guys remember Luke Gonkannon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Nisloppy guy. Yeah. yeah. He did um, yeah. that, yeah, JCB song. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah, we had him on the show nice, a while back. Nice song, yeah, a really nice song. Um, He's a really nice guy. Really, I think yeah. I think you're doing him a disservice because I, I I really preferred that to to this song. This should, I, I think, anyone looking at like the sort of stuff I listen to on Peter, or if you scan through my iPod or whatever, I mean, you'd you'd think that I should like this, but I'm, I'm sorry, it, it it just wasn't for me. 
I'm only taking the piss. I think there's nothing wrong with singer-songwriters. They've, they've hit a niche, like you were saying before. Safe, I wouldn't say safe per se. What I'd say is they've they've found a market and they're exploiting it, as in the the viable commercial market. You know, Xperia and you know, like you said, Expedia. That's exactly what these songs sort of scream, isn't it? That sort of bouncy, nationwide advert. Yeah, bouncy yeah. adventure, safe. It's it's safe. It's it's you know exactly what's going to happen. You're not going to get some major minor fucking falls in this. It's not going to rock your world. It's going to do what it says on the tin. Nothing wrong with those sort of songs. Exactly. You know, I, the, the I, entire world I genuinely didn't mean it as a criticism. No, no, just, no. I'm not. I'm not saying. <laughs> no, none of you. None of you guys have critiqued it. I'm just. I'm just saying. I just think it's it's perfectly fine. It's not in everybody's wheelhouse, like like you were saying, Rich. You know, for the muggles and that, I can see where it's been. I can't see why it's been played on Radio One because they only play fucking shit now. So it doesn't deserve to be played on Radio One. Um, Radio Two, I could see it being played on definitely. Um, Radio One goes through the night as well. Like they, they do, put some stuff on in the middle of the night when no one's listening. Um, <laughs> I, sorry, sorry, sorry to bring the um, sorry to bring the stroke up again, but I've had three MRIs. And that's what Radio 1 sounds like. It sounds like a fucking MRI. That's what it sounds like. It's just shit. <laughs> Dragging clank. <laughs> Fuck me, I've never heard nothing clank. like it. I, no, I, I, this is a nice song. Yeah, it's, it's good. I like it. Lines of love. Lovely. Awesome. So, Spence, that's done. Um, thank you for sending in your work. Well, you didn't. Your PR person did, but uh, thank them for me. And you can check him out in the links that we'll leave in the show notes. Waiting for Smith. Yeah, so we're going to move on now to our next and final section, the Artist Spotlight. Yeah, so uh, Artist Spotlight, uh, thanks... Uh, Parallax guys, Andy and Paul, Parallax guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. You've been great guests. Now, fuck off. Thank <laughs> <No>. you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see you later, lad. <laughs> so, Andy, Paul, this year, I'm not going to say how's it been for you because we know how it's been. All along you say, is, have you managed to achieve anything at all? <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, I, I was just, just messaged Paul the other day, like, um, I've tidied the loft. If that's uh, if that's up there, you know, managed to get the get the loft all sorted out. Um, that's it. That's about it. <laughs> we we did some recording in February, which we released. You know, I think you guys promoted one of them um, for the food bank. But we we were sort of rehearsing for gigs we had in March and April, and I think our last rehearsal was the sixteenth um, of March. That fateful Fucking week. Hell. Yeah. Um, so we did a, a few things online for the acoustic gig we did with you guys, um, the remote one. Um, but we, as you put up here, we've been locked down a little bit longer. Um, so we looked at starting rehearsing again, and then we were told we couldn't. And then we were told we were allowed to, and then the national one happened. So when it gets eased back, we're just going to, like, the same day try and practice, I think before it gets stopped again. Um, I, I mean, the, the lack of rehearsal doesn't bother me, but the, I, it's you sort of worry about like getting back up and running next year and getting some gigs in and a bit more recording and writing done, but everybody's in the same boat, really, aren't they? So it's probably yeah, just complaining because I mean, no one's going to listen. 
I had the same thing pretty much. I got to a point with the podcast. I thought I just want to stop now. Just, just. I think it was about September. I thought I just want to cancel all of the artists, cancel all of the guests, and just f- forget it now and just start fresh in the new year. And uh, especially with the lockdown, you just call it a national lockdown. You, you made you made it sound like a fucking lottery. You got your postcode lottery, <laughs> and you got your national lottery. <laughs> the national lockdown. You, yeah, uh, Carol Smiley before, before the national you, lockdown. Before, before you had certain postcodes that were locked down. Now we've got a national one. We've 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 won the bit with the big time this, this with this one. Um, yeah, it's been shit. It is what it is. So what do what do you hope to what do you hope to make better next year? I think I'll answer that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a go. I'll just ramble my way through it. Um, I've, I've spent a lot of time writing, which has been good, I think. Just sitting and not having the band around to kind of bounce ideas off you. It, normally, I mean, I, w- I would write something, take it to rehearsal just as an idea, and then we'd, we'd work on it together. And Paul would normally go, that sounds like... And then that would kind of kill it in the track, so kind of my bad ideas didn't get a chance to grow. Um, and, and being at so, home, so you haven't you haven't had the hindrances. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying there's probably like thirty really bad songs just waiting to get killed off as soon as we get in a rehearsal room together. But I've I found that, that the whole lockdown piece, like you just mentioned there about kind of canning stuff in, it, you really feel like you should just stop doing everything and kind of go to bed and never get up again until this is all over. And I, I, it takes a lot to push through that and make sure that you keep doing something that is vaguely productive and vaguely creative to keep yourself going because it is easy to kind of feed back and just make sure you you know, you end up doing nothing. So I think keeping going with something like this is really important. And I, I'd, I'd like to just think, you know, that all of the historical things that have stopped progression in the country, I don't want to go into a kind of you know political rant to get boring or overly overly laboured about this but all of the things in the past that have caused an emergence of new music and new creativity this if there's not some amazing stuff just generally produced by everybody from being locked in and kind of held back in this way i think we're really missing a trick um you know the 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 80s brought punk and that sort of i'm I'm just hoping that at the end of all this when everyone gets out and about again there's going to be something really cool there that we we can all focus That's... on and go. You know, well, at least there's something. That, at least that came out of it. You know, rather than yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that has happened in the past where something's happened and it's spurred on some sort of revolution. The revolution spurred, spurred like a, a, a subgenre of music. It happened with what was that New York genre we covered, Wayne? Do you remember um, from the nineties? And it was it was like a. A cultural thing, something culturally happened in New York, and then the the, the, the music M-Bass came from that. Like cult- no, it was it was house music. House, was it? It, yeah. Mm, house started the same in New York. Same thing happened with punk. Same thing happened with punk, obviously. And, yeah. But I don't, I don't. That something like that hasn't happened for a long time. I feel like the generation we have now, the how could you say that? Mumblecore rap, fucking hell, dude! That's the future, They're right there. That is <laughs> <laughs> from dust till dawn. Yeah, music. A lot of music. I feel over the past twenty years, there has been a slight evolution in some genres, but not much. I feel like there's been a big devolution, if anything. But then again, that could be the granddad in me. You know, 
it's like, oh, music wall like this when I was younger. What is this noise? What is this noise? What's this shit? It's It's just talking, isn't it? It's just talking. I don't know why this is just just talking. Just talking over a beat. I always, do you not find that? I I'm a, I always feel really reluctant to slag off new music, even when it is shit, because it makes you like that old person. So you put Radio 1 on and you're like, Christ on a bike, what is this? And, okay, okay. But you don't, no, I, you don't to, I s- totally agree. You don't want to I say totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Right. I need but something then, to go first and slag something off before I can barrel in. I, I, to, I totally agree with both of you because I do sound like an old man I do sound like an old man preaching about Radio 1 Radio 1 does sound like he did when I was there is no musical talent on Radio 1 whatsoever it is it is all it's George Orwellian 1984 process beats it's exactly what he said in the Don't 30s when he wrote that, right, that can I get, get any with the times <laughs> you know it's all it's like it's, it's all processed and it's all done to a system and that's it you know and I'd like to say that it's, it's coming to an end, but the amount of submissions we get that you just go, delete, delete, yeah. delete. I've, I've done it to you guys. <laughs> but, Neil, but Neil keeps bringing you. <laughs> well, you're, you're brilliant. It's understandable. I'm you know. I'm I mean, it's like an old dog. So we just need to be put <laughs> just down. Just put right down, I, like the dog's rescue. I mean, both of our fans think we're great. I think that's the main thing. <laughs> that's the main thing. How is your mum? The, the other two the members one? of the band. <laughs> but not here, the other three members. I mean, that's that, oh. that was our strategy, really, having five-piece <laughs> band means that you're going to get more people turning up to gigs, really, when you play, because, you know, they're at least going to bring partners and then partners what got one friend or I, I, I used to be in a three-piece band and I have experienced gigs where there was more people in the audience and there were more people in the band than the audience some of my best some of my best gigs were like that we, we did uh, yeah. we we did one in early days not in this incarnation of the band I've, I've been in bands with Paul since you know I was legally old enough to get chucked out of pubs um and we've done gigs where you could kind of individually walk around and thank everyone for coming, shake their hands, <laughs> and then still have time in the rest of your set to kind of go back and just go. Oh. But it, it's part. I think it's part of growing up and, and being in bands and playing. You, it's it's character building to play to a pretty much empty room, um, and yeah. I think everyone needs to everyone needs to go there because it it's grounding really. You know, and this industry it's is very still, humbling. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think I, me- when- I remember one gig we did uh, in Birmingham. There was hardly anyone there, and um, there was us playing the ISG, and there was a singer-songwriter guy playing in another band. We didn't know any any of the musicians, but uh, we were talking to one of the guys outside. Never met him before, and we was chatting, and uh, it was time to go in and play. So just before we went in, Wayne smacked him on the arse. Went, come on then, let's go. And it was the most random thing in the fucking... It just smacked this random bloke's arse. What were you thinking, Wayne? He liked it. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> he actually yeah, mentioned it in his set. I've come all the way to Birmingham to get, to get abused by a stranger. I'm coming again. <laughs> but that was my takeaway from that gig, because I don't remember the gig, because there's no one there. But saying that, like, the, there were gigs with no one there, and I enjoyed them loads. And You, you just... You just, take, you just it's like a, a live dress rehearsal, isn't it? You just take it like that. That's, That's it. I mean, type thing. Yeah, I think some of our best gigs have been to nobody, really, or a few 
a small audiences. You think the the ones that stick around and want to listen to you are the ones that you want to play to. I don't I don't care if there's one person there as long as they want to hear. Or be worried you. about. <laughs> yeah, we have. Well, we have been followed a few times as a few stories about that, but I mean, never mind. So, do you hope to get some gigs in next year? I mean, have you done any festivals? Not, not well. Obviously, not this year. Uh, but, no, um, <laughs> no <laughs> <whatever> uh, not. <laughs> yeah, we, we tried. Kept getting escorted away. Our drummer Marty is our organising chap, and um, we'll probably we'll, we work on the assumption everything's going to gear up next year. I think like everybody sort of does. Um, but like Andy says, he's been writing. Um, George and Ian, the other guitarists, have been writing as well. So you know, we've probably got quite a lot of stuff once we can actually get in a room together. Um, and start getting some gigs booked up. I think we've only got one at the moment, but that's in March, so that's probably debatable as to whether or not that'll happen. Um, but this it's like everyone, well. you, you're I mean, just every... waiting to press the button and book stuff, aren't you? You don't know what to do. So. We might be asking all these artists, you know, are you, are you, you know, you're looking forward to getting back into gigs next year, bloody blah, blah. But the thing is. You've got back, got, got, yeah, got to get back into the studio, the rehearsal room first, and then you've got yeah. to do about a good four or five months of, you know, you've, you've, you've been away from each other for so long, you're going to need about four or five months of sorting out, remembering the old songs, doing some new ones. So by the time you actually get gigging, it's probably going to be about July, August next year, yeah. maybe longer. Yeah. Which is why we were trying to kind of stay in touch. And I mean, it's it's a bit of a strange one. We, before we started the the our northeast lockdown about six weeks ago I, the main reason i wanted to rehearse was i felt bad for the practice room because you start thinking about all the kind of people who rely on you spending money and all that stuff um but it just wasn't workable in the time that we had but you just we're quite fortunate really that everyone in the band that we have a, a second income everyone does um but you know if you're relying on gigs and everything you're pretty much screwed bands coming in and it like i hate to be the miserable one but like it's that's one of the things that's kind of really worried me about this is you know in march or april are the practice rooms still going to be open are the gig venues still going to be open um because you can't really even support them at the moment because they're all closed so it's got kind of hope all this stuff's Mm. still there you know fingers crossed try and be positive all that stuff so So this song that you we're going to play you out with tell us a bit about this song and uh, the album or EP that it comes from. So, um, shall I take this one? I think this is uh, Blood and Bones. This was recorded at the same time as another single that we recorded uh, by the time, and I think by the time was on the on the show. And um, thanks, Neil, <laughs> you, you brought it again, which is great. Uh, this this one was recorded in the same session uh, at the bunker in Sunderland. Um, and yeah, I, I'm one of these kind of lyricists that doesn't like really dissecting the lyrics too much. Uh, just listen to it, see what you think, make your own conclusion up. And um, for me, one of one of the songs that I wrote at home on my own acoustic guitar, kind of took it into the to rehearsal with the guys, and it just it clicked quite quickly and sounds pretty much like I imagined in my head really pleased with the way that it turned out and it just just one of those one of those songs that um kind of you're proud of hearing sometimes you recording stuff you listen to stuff back and think oh god I don't want to hear myself singing or 
you dissect a little bit that you didn't get quite right. And for me, this one really sounded like it sounded in my head. And I think we did a, a cracking job of recording it, if we're allowed to, you know, self-promotion and all that. That's the best kind of promotion. I, th- I think we did a, a, de- a decent crack at it. And at the time when we, we released this and tried to get some, some airplay and some circulation, I think it didn't really get the, the traction that I would have liked to have got. And I think it, it's nice to, to just bring it back. Obviously, we've not got anything new we can give you, so we thought we'd recycle something that we've had around that you haven't played before, and, and hopefully you'll like it. We do. We do like it, yeah. We, we, we like a lot of your work, to be fair. Like, so, I think well, you, I do anyway. You've been brought, <laughs> you've been brought a few times. Yeah, so yeah, you're quite you're quite popular with our podcast anyway. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play you out. With, uh, I've got I've got one question before we do. Um, uh, being so I make up half of your fan base. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the name Parallax Skies what, 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 that 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 intrigues me. Where does, does that refer to anything in particular? We after about a six week debate about the band name. <laughs> The, 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 it's really crap, I'm afraid. And I was listening to a Fall song, and I can't remember what album. And I, I thought he'd said in the lyrics "Parallax Skies," but he didn't. When I've when I've revisited this, but you know, me and Andy, especially, like really into like eight and sixteen bit video games when we were playing. Yes, I was hoping you'd say that's yeah. exactly what I was getting from it. You know, like I'm I'm sitting here with a Game Boy with Super Mario World. Oh, really? Like the main game I play, and it. And it's like kind of dominated my life, so I probably like picked that lyric out, even though it wasn't the right lyric. And I was like, "What do we think of this?" And we went with it. Um, and we have to explain it all the time, but you know, those who know know, yeah, and those yeah. who don't can bugger off. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a retro gamer, waiting for. A <laughs> You're on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, Neil's um, on the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Red retro gamer is um, <laughs> has been mentioned on the podcast before as a as a reference to um, somebody who possibly veers towards the autistic side of things, which uh, which I possibly do. So I can say that it's somebody who's on the spectrum. Um, but yeah, I, I love retro video games, and uh, yeah, since I saw the name, I think that's what drew me to. to, to, to um, I think it's Strike It Lucky I bought first, but it was like. The, the name intrigued me, and I kind of he jumped out from all the submissions, and I thought I'll have a listen to this, and I liked it. Cool. And the rest yeah. is history. Good enough reason as any. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had but, like exercise books full of band names. I just kind of like pairs of words come in my head, and I write them down, and, and we we just read through them. I remember the first couple of sessions that we it's had hundreds. <laughs> it's hundreds of them. And I'm like chipstick, chapstick, chapstick, chopstick. No, the wicker ships. Uh, but you see, you see, you see what you could say next time. And if you're like, oh god, no, not that, not that, definitely not that. Sniff. The, I mean, that the, the, we the, could have been called sniff. The way parallax scrolling actually works in 16-bit and 8-bit video games is it's, it's a sort of trick of the mind, yeah. where you um, you basically scroll the background at a different speed to the foreground to give an illusion of 3D. That's it. So maybe you could build that into your band boyo somewhere that uh, you know there's an illusion of hidden depth. Yeah, the illusion of depth by three layers. Do that when never having your back. Every time (laughs) I'm playing on Mario or something, my girlfriend will go, "Is that it? Yeah, all right. (laughs) Yeah, that's us. Am I the mushroom? (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. There well, was, guys, thank lo- thank you for no carry on. <laughs> I was going to say there was loads of good points to stop in that that you could have cut to the song. And I insisted on carrying on talking, so, you know, <laughs> if that doesn't sum us up, <laughs> and, <laughs> then I don't know what does. I think I think you've been brilliant. You've been for a very entertaining episode, so I'm looking forward to the edit. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, taking time out, for being patient with us, because, uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us We started at fun. 8, and it's now 10 o'clock. Any time I've had a... Yeah, it's been great. Cheers for it's everybody. Good. We'll hopefully be back next year when you when you get time. Awesome. Be good. Make you, sure you send Christmas over special, any so new like, stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely will. We'll send it straight to Neil so you don't delete it, right? <laughs> 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 Just they got us already. They know us already, Rich. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so also you can find, and listeners can find us at www.yhhtmpc.com. You can find us on all podcast places from Spotify to Spreaker to Stitcher to iHeartRadio, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, Podbean, Podchaser, Podcast, Pod, Podcast, Cat, Fuck, whatever. Anywhere there's a podcast, <laughs> we're there. Um, yeah. Also, if you could follow us on Patreon for the price of one point a month. Giving us a, you know, just saying, yeah, have a drink on me. One pint a month, about £3, you can support us. And in in the process of doing that, you fast checks you also. So you get in front of all the thousands of people that are sending emails and we'll listen to you straight away. And with the new B-side coming up, we'll probably give you a, a patron section of the podcast where we'll play our patrons. So, yes, you know, benefits and shit. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Patreon, support us, and the more you support us, it helps us support other artists because we can then cover our fucking overheads. Yeah, I think that's us spent. Anything else, Wayne, so, Neil? Well, yeah, yeah, it's been a bit of a weird, weird old year, hasn't it? You know, we were at the end now. This is the last episode of the season. It's been a strange one, hasn't it? You know, we haven't been in the studio since March. You know, it's unheard no. of for us. It's It's been a weird one. So I want to say thanks to everybody who sent their music to us. Everybody we've played, you know, I've I've enjoyed every episode musically wise. All the guests we've had, fantastic. All of all of you guys, you know, thanks for spending time with us. Um, yeah, another season coming next year. And supporting all you artists and just keep turning your music oh, out. You people fuckers. are listening. Yeah, people are listening. People trust me. You know, in in this time of turmoil, people turn to music and and it's it's needed more than ever. So you know, don't think. It's falling on deaf ears because it's not. Keep going. You, you'll, you'll get there in the end. You know, people and everybody want lesser known music. Sorry, people want lesser known music more than ever. Now I'm seeing it all the time. You know, I need some new music to listen to. I need, and I'm seeing it a lot, an awful mm. lot. Yeah. 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 If you find somebody you like and they're lesser known, stick, just share their page on Facebook or Twitter. You'd be surprised what he does for these guys. It brightens their day, gives them a bit more, you know, drive to go forward. It's the best thing to do for anybody. You know, download their music, you know, a couple of extra subscribers a month. It gives them the drive to carry on, gives them, you know, scratching backs. That's all this is about, you know, and getting somebody's art out there that you love and they love. It's, it's, you know, mutually beneficial for everybody. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Any highlights, Rich, of the year? Yeah. um, I'm I'm hoping it's going to be New New Year's Eve. (laughs) Yeah. That'll probably be my highlight, I'd have thought. We're in the the season, obviously. 
Winning the season, obviously, that's that's how I like. Um, not really. I, I don't care. I'm better than you anyway, so it was inevitable. <clears throat> as far as the podcast goes, um, highlights. The online festival. Yeah, I was about to say the first online festival, not the second one. That was dog awful. Um, not the one, what, the one that Parallax Guys played on. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and, there it is. and there it is, everyone. <laughs> no, it wasn't your fault. <laughs> I didn't even need to dig a hole. It was like blown open. I just fell in it. No, um, no, it was... The reason Look, you were desperate, you know what because, I mean? <laughs> well, when we did the first one, nobody was doing them. So we, we got in there straight away and it was exciting everybody wanted to be a part of it and everybody's excited about it by the time we did the second one it was like nobody really cared anymore <laughs> and it was it, so you came in at the wrong time you, you really should have joined us on the first one <laughs> everybody that's how our career summed up really i mean it was good it was good it was good it just wasn't as good as the first uh, uh, one and your your set was the highlight of it hey <laughs> Definitely. I, definitely. I had to relearn the guitar for that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to lose half a stone off me COVID gut, just so uh, the acoustic guitar wouldn't be perpendicular to me body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody. And we look forward to seeing you next season. We might even see you here. You might even hear from us at uh, the Christmas special. We haven't decided yet. But yes, um, we'll see you soon. Thanks, Parallax Guys. Check out Parallax Guys. Check out all their work. Check them out in the links we'll leave in the show notes. Check out all the other artists from the Head to Head. Um, I'm not going to name them because I can't remember them and what have you. So yeah, do all that. Follow us. Follow everybody. Have a lovely Christmas. Have a lovely New Year. And shit. I've been Richie. I've been Wayne. I've been Neil. And they've been... Parallax Guys. Thank you for listening. If indeed... You still are. Goodbye. Goodbye.
the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.